Salute. Oh, man. Thanks for hanging out with us, brother. I'm so happy. Dude, I, tell you, <laughs> I can see. It. It's funny. Tony and I have been fanboys for a while, man. And not in a creepy sense, but we love I mean, No, me I welcome creep. fanboys. Especially, like especially creepy ones. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you guys can follow me home later if you want and oh, man. play with my dog. There you go. <laughs> we have drugs. Just <laughs> man, but, you know, it's funny that we started off with the fanboy because I was just telling Chris before you sat down, man, that I went to this rock show last night. And this, there was this, it was like one of those house shows, but it was, you know, like cool. underground rock shows. And this dude was like this super fan of the band. He was like throwing up the devil horns and like shaking his head and like getting all into it and getting all in front of the guitar player. What was the band? What band? It's a, they're called Spirits Republic. Oh, cool. They're a local, okay. like, local rock band. Okay. And, uh, but, so, but, so at first I thought he was just like Pretty some asshole band. who was like really, like he was kind of jumping around and like making them, like trying to mosh and stuff. I'm like, dude, you're, we're old and you're at a house party. Like, don't do this. But you're, it was, you're the, was he the only one moshing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I, so I thought he was just like, you know, it was like some super, super drunken fan or something. But then they called him up and he guested, he did a song with them. Like, and he was singing the song. But he was kind of like, he was, he wasn't, he wasn't like messed up to the point where he couldn't sing. Like, he was hitting the notes and hitting the beat and like singing the words and everything. Like, but he was just totally thrashing around stage. And at, you could tell he was hammered though, because he like at one point tripped over a chord and like fell into the drum kit. And then he got up and he like when the song was over he like threw the mic down and like stumbled off stage and the people whose house it was came and like escort grabbed him by the shoulders and like yanked his ass off the stage and like pulled Damn. him up. So who was he? A friend of the band? I guess he was just a friend of. I, I, Where was the house it, show? It was over the, on the east side somewhere. That would happen on the east yeah. side. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, dude, this is like, I don't know. Just it was funny to me because I'm like, we well, don't get more rock and roll than that, right? Like, you, you fall into a drum set and get thrown out. Yeah. Get your ass kicked at a house party because yeah. you fell into a drum kit. That's rock and roll. I might have, I might have, I kicked over a drum set once. It was at the end of a show. I was playing with this band. It was our last show. And we just went ham and mm -hmm. just kicked over the drum set. Mm -hmm. Ruined some shit. But it was I've fun. done it. Have you? Yeah, Did but you I was like the drummer and I wrecked my shit. Yeah, and then that's the, I, yeah, the that's next the day, part. I'm like, shit. Why? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, now everything's broken, and now I need new heads, and this yeah. cymbal stand is busted and bent. And You're, like, stabbing the yeah. drum with your... Oh, yeah, yeah. just throwing shit at the wall. <laughs> yeah, It's a metaphor for myself. Can I curse on this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a metaphor for my self-destructive life. Like, I just... Now wake up the next morning, like, why, why did I do that? Like, what would behoove mm -hmm. me to do this? No, that's a self... Yeah, it's like drinker's remorse. Yeah. yeah. You get black out, and you wake up the next day, and you know you didn't do anything wrong, because you're, like, homesick, your car's in the driveway. Yeah. Your, phone, your phone's not, not blowing up going, dude, yeah. oh, my God, yeah, yeah, look yeah. on Twitter at yourself. <laughs> and, but then you but you still have the feeling of, like, this guilt. Like, guilt. Yeah. Drinker's remorse uh -huh. is what I was And then you amplify was, yeah. that by the fact that I'm Catholic, so the guilt is already, oh, it's, God. like, um, built in. Yeah, yeah. it's built in. Built in it's, it's the built guilt. Built, built in guilt. guilt. <laughs> That's like a bumper sticker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, coalesce, cogitate, and cavort with us. This is Sherry Buzz, episode 180, I think. Damn. 180. Um, been doing this but who's while. counting? Yeah, yeah no uh, I'm Tony. Chris is here, what up? and our guest today. Um, thanks to Doghouse for letting us use. they be so gracious to let us use their tail here in the mm -hmm. corner. And our guest today here has been playing here for a long time, um, mm. as part of a band. But also, I see you all over social media doing your own thing as well. Mm. So uh, soon, one Tony. of one of the best um, vocalists that I've seen in this town. Uh, actually, one of the best vocalists I've ever seen in my entire life. That's go. why I've been dying to get you, on, you're the, young. on the show. You know what I mean? You haven't uh, seen a lot of vocalists. 39 <laughs> years of vocalists I've been oh, looking 39 at. 39 years of vocalists. Yeah, yeah. And so humble. He's humble as well. So humble. <laughs> humble Self-deprecating. Uh, sure. Yeah, there you go. Right? <laughs> Everybody, Leland Grant's in the house with us. Hello. Hey, How you what doing, up, man? man? What is up? Tony and Chris show. 
Yeah. That's it. Shit show. <laughs> it's a shit show. It's the shit show. Shit show, <laughs> shit show. Man, I got so many questions uh, um, just about about the spasmatics. Let's talk about that for a okay, second. Okay, sure. Um, so you're, you're I'm going to say front man, but it's, it's also, I, I'm, I have questions about a franchise band and what that yeah. is and how that works. A corporate band in a way or something? Yeah, else? yeah. You, corporate, franchise. So I'll give you the quick rundown because I know we only got, you know, three hours. So basically it started in California um, a few years ago. Uh, friends of ours went to a house party for Halloween and they, they dressed up as... Uh, they said, hey, you know what? We're going to play this part. They were playing the party as a band, right? And they dressed up as disco characters. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Did all?" They were like, let's do- learn all disco songs. Like, mm-hmm. fuck it. And we'll just play disco songs at the party. Well, they killed it. They were all super talented guys. Uh, one dude was like Kenny G's musical director for 20 years, okay. piano player, wow. singer. I mean, they've done all kinds of cool stuff. You know, a, a resume very long. So... They play this party, and people come up to them at the party, and they weren't a real band or anything. And they were like, oh, come, we want you at our wedding. And, and oh, and we want you at our, you know, birthday party, whatever. So they're like, oh, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're the Boogie Knights. They made up this name. Yeah. And that was almost, gosh, probably 25 years ago. So they had this disco thing. And then about 15 years ago, somebody said, dude, 70s kind of played out. So... We need to move into the 80s. Mm-hmm. What if we dress like Revenge of the Nerds and did all 80s covers? Yeah, yeah. So they did this. This band was Spasmatics. Got so busy in California that they cloned the band. So what would happen, you know, on Saturday, July 14th, whatever, the Spasmatics are booked. But then they got two other calls. Hey, we want Spasmatics. Oh, sorry, they're booked. So then somebody's brilliant idea was like, shoot, man, all the guys can dress the same, essentially. Huh? They can do somewhat of the same set list, most of the same choreography, and go out and do not the exact same show, but a a high-quality show, and they can clone it and duplicate it and put it into other places in the country. Yeah. And then what's the best part about it is this. The best part about it is that if I have bronchitis on a Sunday, we don't need to cancel the show. Yeah. Because I can have another singer come in who is... Great, and knows the songs, knows the dance moves. It, it's not the same shtick per yeah. se, you know, but uh, I can be replaceable. So how much to a certain extent? You guys are. Um, you, I mean, you said it earlier. It's, it's a show. Like you guys aren't just up there um, singing songs, and you're not just. And you're not. Do, it's not. A, it's not a just a musical act or just a comedy act. It's mm-hmm. it's a combination of it. It's like a performance. Mm-hmm. It's a show. It mm-hmm. really and is. you guys are hilarious on stage and super talented. How much of that is? Do you guys have control over what you do, or is, that, or is there like a packet you get when you, no. when you start? Like, okay, these are the moves. This is how you have to act. So when you start out, I mean, I've been doing it for a long time, almost 15 years. Uh, well, let's see, I started in 2000 and really started in 2005, 2006. So however many years that is, 13 years. Did you years? start in California? Started in L.A., yeah. Got you. And I was subbing when the main guy, his name is Mike Clark, in the L.A. spasmatics, uh, was sick. I'd sub for him mm-hmm. and did a bunch of show there. And then um, I would fly to fill in for other singers in other places, New York, Seattle, Texas, nice. uh, you know, all over. So when uh, the, the, the answer is when you start out, they're like, hey, learn these moves, watch the band on YouTube, 
learn kind of the vibe. But then what happens, what has happened here in Nashville, at least with our group of guys, is there's a chemistry there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we are, at this point, it's completely different than the other shows. I mean, really. The other shows are great. I've seen them all. Yeah. I will say that I believe ours is... I think we're the best spasmatics in the country. I mean, we just... Ooh, you heard it right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking, should I say it? Should I say it? Um, the other spasmatics are really good. Yeah. But it's kind of funny because speaking of the, the interchangeability, you know, I'll go down to Austin, Texas or whatever. Or we'll go down to Austin, Texas, and we'll play a show. And uh, people will come up to us at a wedding or whatever, right? Yeah. And they say, oh, my gosh, you played my sister's wedding. Last summer, do you remember? It was in Dallas. The Dallas, Taste of Dallas, the wine festival. Yeah, My yeah. sister got married. I'll go, yeah, totally. That wasn't me. Yeah. That's some <laughs> other guy who's a great singer in a neck brace. Yeah. But yeah. the guy who sings in Texas is fantastic. I mean, he was on Capitol Records with a solo deal. Oh, um, I mean, all the people have their own merit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I will say in Nashville, I don't know, there's something about our band, dude. So the, the reality is, is, no, we are not scripted. We do no one yeah. we're not it's not corporate in that way where it's right. like hey because i'd take the neck brace off sometimes if it's just hot yeah yeah or i don't want my neck to break out sure. <laughs> or i right. shave too early you know shave too late in the day and i yeah. you know i don't wear it yeah. i'm not going to get in trouble for that like yeah, i didn't yeah, yeah. you know fax the right form in to the boss sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's also nice because we get work as musicians to where hey you're playing in new york next friday you know next week we fly up to the hamptons and we play this private party right. we they send us our tickets our hotel our rental car and here's the address so we get on a plane we fly we don't know what we're walking into but we know that sound and lights are going to be there we show up we do the show we leave it's pretty amazing because you meet amazing people. Is this and instruments and everything? like Everything's there, ex- wow. except for guitars. Exactly. They have the mics, the drums, the amplifiers, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all the big speakers and the lights. And we just bring our – I don't bring anything. I just mm-hmm. bring clothes. You're going yeah. through uh, the checkpoint, there's like a helmet and neck brace in there. Oh, it's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, we've yeah. had those moments. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and yeah, and you have like weird little body packs with AAA batteries in them, you know. Yeah, and it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Things that – Move. They, they, they want. They're all swabbing you. They're, what, what is this? What is? Yeah, it's very spinal tap. But I like the. You know, I like the interaction when the TSA pats you down. Yeah, I enjoy mm-hmm. that. That's that's. It's always a good time. Yeah, I put balls of tinfoil oh, in my dude, bag. I got, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I got like. singled out <laughs> coming home from Havana, Cuba. I got they, I got pulled aside in the Cuban airport, and nothing is scarier in my. I don't, I don't think I've ever been as like as like alert in my entire mm. life. Just like getting pulled aside, mm-hmm. and it was. It was once I got pulled aside. It was obvious why. Like I had this carry-on that was like totally bulging with stuff, yeah. and it wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't have anything. Like all my cigars and rum and stuff was in my check bag. This was just like clothes that I couldn't. I didn't. Like I was packing in a hurry and didn't want to fold them all up, so I just shoved them in my carry-on. So yeah. it looked like I had this bulging carry-on bag. Yeah. So like obviously American tourists coming home from Havana, this giant bag. They're like, come like on over here. They, t- they took my passport. They like like they were like patting me. They like did the whole scan when was that? And everything. When was that? This was uh this, this past February. Damn. I was in the Nashville airport a week ago coming back, and actually I was leaving, and doesn't matter. There was a dog chasing this guy down, this German shepherd, and he tackles the, the no guy. Shit. And I'm like, holy shit, and people are watching and videoing with their phones. They were training the dog. Oh, wow. Because this guy was carrying something in his hand, and then when he gets tackled, he throws the thing, and that releases the dog. And these people are taking notes of the training, and like they were just oh, doing shit. it right there in the terminal. It was pretty wild. 
I was for a minute. I was like, oh shit, that guy's Dude, gonna. Get whenever they have the dog in the you know, like walking the line in the airport, even though I know I don't have anything, I still get scared. It's like mm-hmm. when there's a cop riding behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, I smoked weed once in college. No, that's not true. But <laughs> 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 they're gonna, he's gonna <laughs> smell it. Smoked weed once this morning. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, not true. That's not true. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. So uh, the the songs that you guys get to play. Um, Mm. You, is that who puts the set list together? And do you is there like a are, the, are those the same? We call it. You call it. There is no set list. No. Before we go on, we're backstage and we say first three. So we want to kind of walk out with something. Mm-hmm. But we call it. You, f- we feel the room and we call it what we think will work to yeah. maintain Man, the crowd. The, so the, you guys, okay, obviously, uh, Spasmatics, the brand, has to pay. For these songs to perform them, is that how it's working, or how does how does no? So that's different. Like that basically that works. the The club or performance venue, if Got you will, you. pays to BMI ASCAP or CSAC. Yeah, that's why they have the stickers on the door. Right? I get it. Okay, yeah, so they pay a monthly that. license Got to you. sort of have an unlimited. Like okay. that's how they can play Spotify right now. Mm-hmm. They obviously pay for Spotify. Although I'm not crazy about what they're doing right now, Spotify. But that's another topic. We can but talk about that here in a minute. That, yeah, so they'll play a blanket license to the PROs, BMI, ASCAP, CSAC, mm-hmm. in order to have, basically, to be able to play any song. So they pay, I don't know what it is, you know, a thousand bucks a month yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that makes sure that they can have a cover band. Yeah. That, Dude, cool, you man. had to, um, one of the first things that blew me away when I first started coming to see Spasmatics was that how, like, you sound just like the songs. <laughs> like, and, and you can hit all these notes from the 80s that are, like, these... You know these crazy high notes. Yeah. And uh, th- did you know all these songs already, or did you learn them for like? Were you in, were you into eighties music before you were in the band? Some yeah. of it. Yeah. I was really into like the rock side. Yeah. Guns yeah. and Roses. Um, yeah. Def Leppard. Yeah. yeah. Trying to think. Uh, even more heavier the the, yeah, 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 like yeah. the well seventy Judas Priest and not stuff so like much that. safety dance no <laughs> so those ones I learned and I basically lived in you know I lived in California at the time when I started doing this show and um, I would drive around in my car with the CD in it and just let it that was that's the only way I can learn a song is just listening over and over and over but almost subconsciously like when I if I were to because we do TLC's waterfalls. That freaking song took me six months to learn because the rap section is really difficult. I don't know why, just the yeah. way she phrases it in the original record. Yeah. So anyway, I would uh, if I if I listen to a song and I'm like reading the lyric, I don't learn it. I have to like just be yeah. just hear it over and over again. Yeah. In the background, yeah. and it'll yeah. come. I just that's how I learn it. It's the weirdest thing. I don't like well, it. I wish I could sit down and read it's it. It's almost learn like it. you know, like you're not. Um, it's like subconscious learning. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not even sometimes under. Mm-hmm. Like your 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 mind is re- is memorizing the sounds mm-hmm. that you have to make. Even if you're even if you're not like putting them together, like the meaning of the words in mm-hmm. your head. You're just, you're just you're just kind of repeating. I'm basically you know. an autistic child. <laughs> no, you know what's actually weird is is people have asked me before. They're like, dude, how do you know so many lyrics? Like, because we probably know like I don't know. I probably know like 500 songs, right? Yeah. If, think about uh, cover songs. Yeah. I know 500 songs, yeah. lyric for lyric, note for note. They say, how do you remember it? And it's really weird. I, I wish I could do like a brain scan because as we play the intros of a lot of songs, I won't know what the line, the lyric is. And then as soon as I'm supposed to sing, it's this weird thing, man. That I will miss lyrics. But most times, the lyric just comes just up comes, in my head. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. the weirdest yeah, thing. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm a musician as well, and I've had that same situation where the guitar player starts playing something like, oh shit, I can't remember exactly what I'm saying. And then uh-huh. as soon as you just do it, I don't know. I can't, what is yeah. that? That's weird. I don't, I don't know. It, it's got to be some kind of where it, your brain stores it is like, yeah. I don't know. I'd, yeah, I'd like I, I do that with like my own stuff. I'll like not. I'll have a song that I was not not even I haven't played in years, and then you just start strumming it, and it, the next thing you know, word for word, remember it. But if you asked me to write the lyrics down, I couldn't. Rem- I couldn't, couldn't do, do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Or if you asked me like what the line and the first line in the bridge is of, "Don't you forget about me," I'd be like, "Dude, I don't know." But if I, I'd have to go, I'd have to sing the whole thing down in my head and yep. then get yeah, to yeah, the bridge, yeah. and then oh, that's the line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I assume you. Um, you know, Tony's mentioned that you got your own thing going on. So with Spasmatics, mm-hmm. was it something like you were already a singer and you're like, you're trying to make your own way and then you got this opportunity? The or? reverse of that, actually. Okay. So, I mean, I, I've been a, I've put out records as an artist many times. Nobody yeah. cared. Didn't do anything. What, what's like, what's your own style? Your own uh, I'm kind of like, a, I mean, I mean, I wish I was as talented as, but... I'd like to be like John Mayer meets the police okay. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So like lyrical song, but a lot of energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, I get, I could do that. I could see myself doing like the Freddie Mercury thing with the performance aspect of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't write those kind of songs, those kind of almost musical theater songs. Mm-hmm. I would say Queen stuff is, but yeah. yeah uh, that's and I'm putting out a record now uh, soon. But Spasmatics has been. Sort of a vehicle to one has been good money, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's it's great because good work, I'm, steady work. What's man. it? Yeah, steady yeah. work and work doing music. How so many weeks I'm keeping here? My chops up, you know. Sure. How many yeah. weeks here at Doghouse in a row? How many weeks? Yeah, or like how many? Like you guys have been playing here? For We've been years. here for yeah years. years. Like years. Yeah, for years. it's go. I don't or, know. I'd have to look, but we, I'll look at my calendar. Didn't, didn't you guys not too long ago celebrate like what is it like a, a certain uh, number of shows? We hit yeah, we hit four years in. Okay, so our four-year anniversary was March 3rd. So April, yeah. May, Damn. June. So we're like four years and three months in. That's not. That's a pretty steady gig for a it's musician. crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's and almost as long as Whiskey Jam. Yeah. I mean, Whiskey Jam, I guess, will always be longer because they yeah. started earlier. But did you uh, did you guys only play on Sundays? or what, like, what's Oh, man. I mean, we tried playing other places other days. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we played up the street. We've played a... I don't want to say every club in town because that's dismissive, but we've played a lot of clubs, and I don't know why this place works, yeah. but it works. I, I don't know what the deal is here. Dude, but it just the, here. the energy in the crowd. I mean, I'm sure there's been slow yeah. weeks, but every time that I've been here, everybody is dancing, everybody's involved. Mm. Like all the way back to the mm. bar, like you can't. Like I was actually a little worried that we weren't gonna find a quiet place to do this today, because usually in in about an hour right before you go on, this will this place is gonna be so yeah. packed with people, and like we'll be you'll be like sardines yeah. trying to get a beer. They're actually gonna start pulling tables now. If the tables aren't reserved, they're gonna pull them yeah. to fit more bodies. I mean, it. it yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's the really. I don't know what it is. If it's a location, if it's if it's. The, the room, you know, the room is a good room, except for the fact that the bar is dead in the middle. I wish the bar was at a different location, but it is what it is. But yeah, I, I don't know. This club just worked. I mean, like I yeah. said, we played up the street for we played up the street for two years at what used to, it was called at the time it was called Red Rooster. Yeah, I yeah. remember that place. I remember the name. I mean, but it was just we the bars. I think we knew. I mean, we played here for a year and a half and nobody showed up. 
Really? But yeah, but they believed in the show. Yeah. I mean, I got to give it to the owners of this place, you know, yeah. who also own Winners and Losers and, mm-hmm. you know, groomed Whiskey Jam, and that's mm-hmm. become what it is. And yeah. we've sort of, I don't know, we just found, got lucky. I think a lot of it was luck just landing on this place at the time doing a Sunday, and nobody well, was doing anything to Sundays. Exactly, at the time. that's it. That was another the whole, thing. The whole, um, the whole Sunday fun day vibe that's been a thing forever, but there wasn't really. It was just. It was just go to. It was if you wanted to do something fun on a Sunday, you either if you want to hear music, you go downtown, mm-hmm. or if you wanted to, you, you, or you just end up at winners and losers getting drunk like during the day and that. Mm-hmm. But but this you actually you created something to actually do. An well, event our thought was go, yeah. I mean, like, we had our, our, uh, one of our drummers that works when our when Brett, our main guy, is is unavailable. You know, he's got two kids now. So it, one of the things the, the the old drummer's name is Steve. He said. Uh, man, it'd be great if after brunch people had a place to go. Yeah. yeah. So that's that was the, what it started as. We were like, dude, people go to brunch, they get a little buzzed, and they're either going to go home and eat pizza and Netflix, or they're going to, I don't know. They, they want to keep going. Extend yeah. the party a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was really the idea behind it. Well, Matt, what do you feel about like the vibe, doing like, the whole 80s vibe thing? Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, dude, people it love just, those it ha- songs, dude, it, like You guys n- nailed it at a period of time just, where that was popular again and now look how it's influenced uh modern music like the 80s being the eight this 80s mm-hmm. vibe now you got local bands like charles the atlantic and airside and people like that that are making like 80s pop music yep now yep and it's like that well i even heard a lady antebellum song called uh what if i never get over you i don't know if y'all heard that mm-hmm. dude heard it sounds that. like it sounds like brian adams with a country lyric and Charles Kelly singing on it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like That's a crazy. Brian Adams song. Now, it doesn't sound like that. You know, it's a little more modern, a little more polished because it's Lady yeah. A. But, mm. dude, the song sounds like Brian Adams. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird, actually, yeah. to hear it. Dude, one of my favorite things about that era of music, um, and I know you said you were more of a rock guy, which I love the 80s rock, too, yeah. but... I still always love the 80s pop music because some of the melodies were just so good. Man. Great melodies, dude. You can't, I mean, like, there's that pop. It was like the poppiest of the pop of the pop. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you know, it'll ever get that poppy and that catchy and that. Dude, but the lyrics, and too. And the lyrics are good, too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, d- dude, Don't You Forget About Me is, and, and Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah. Two of my favorite songs to sing. The yep. melodies are amazing. And then if you, like, read the lyric, dude, the lyric is really great. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, the, the song, like, the because the music got more poppy, but the songwriting still was, like, I don't, like, I didn't notice really song, like, poppy song music songwriting didn't really come into, like, our generation in, like, the 90s when the, like, the boy bands kind of took over. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I saw some of that firsthand. Actually, that's something I think we have in common. I think we're hometown neighbors. You're from Cocoa Beach, Florida, right? Yeah, originally. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I grew up in Orlando. Did you? So uh, I've spent lots of time at Cocoa Beach. That's that. Yeah. I went to Cocoa Beach with this guy one time. Yeah. Road tripping. It, I loved it, man. Really? It was great. Yeah. Got super drunk on the that's, beach. That's Sunday my happy place, day. man. Like I've I've traveled all around the Caribbean. Like been to like Jamaica and and I've done the like the West Coast and everything. But when I think of like my favorite beach to just go and chill yeah. at, I just want to go sit at Coconuts or Coconuts and just, and just and just fucking stare at the beach. I was in New Year's there last year. Nice. Oh my god. We drank tequila from we drank the, and ate the scorpions and then we did wrestling on the beach with luchador masks. <laughs> nice. I oh, swear wow. to God, yeah, it's on video. I don't remember it, but me and my Thanks, me man. and my sort of my sister's boyfriend, yeah, we were wrestling like luchadors with the ma- I mean the masks and everything. Yeah, jumping with tequila, off, yeah. scorpions, and shit. I mean, yeah, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> hey man, I'm proud of it. It's, that, it's some of that some of that drinker's <laughs> remorse, right? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. No, yeah. man, I, we just the uh, actually I took you there when we went, man. Just just the I don't know what it is, man. Just that uh, maybe it's just cuz the beach that I was I remember going to when I was a kid or you know, or when mm. I was like growing up. So maybe there's a little bit of that to it, but it's just uh well they make a hell of a frozen concoction, I'll say that. I think that vibe at Coconut specifically is awesome. But there's other pl- I was just in Belize and there's a place there called Swing Bar at this place called Secret Beach. Have you guys been to Belize? Mm-hmm. So okay, so Belize like there's the main island, I mean the mainland, okay, which is like basically next to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And then you you tip most people spend time on Ambergris Cay, which is like a little you take a little fly a Cessna plane over there. But there's this place on the on Ambergris Cay called Secret Beach, and it's not so secret anymore. There's like five bars there. But yeah. we were at this place with these these uh, hammocks that sit over the bar, though over the water, and oh, I mean wow. the vibe was just perfect. They bring you food and drink and great drinks, great frozen. Just I don't know, but I think there's a vibe about certain places. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. coconuts is definitely one of those. Places. Well, it reminded me of it when you we were talking about the Sunday Fun Day thing too, because I remember, um, you know, when I was college. Some of your fans, buddy. <laughs> Another bachelorette party for you too. I know. Here we go. Here we Imagine go. that a bachelorette like, party in Nashville. Um, yep. Right, hey, dude. Do you watch the people <laughs> coming in and like pre, like pre, kind of think about what you're going to talk oh, about yeah. when you're like, oh yeah? Because I noticed we were talking a little bit, a bit about um, Nashville singers earlier. Yeah. And, uh, part of your stick is Wait, like, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like that. Part of your stick on stage is kind of giving some of the Nashville crowd some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Nashville crowd deserves some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah. When well, a lot of times I'll come here and stand the kind of out in the doorway, and um and uh, wait, what is that? What is that? <laughs> yep, going burger going by. That burger looks amazing. <laughs> sorry, I had to order. Stop and order a burger, dude. That smells good. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, amazing. podcast. Can you cut that space out? <laughs> no, no, no. We keep everything. Up. Oh jeez. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'll stand at the front and, and watch people come in and get ID'd. And yeah. I'll subtly watch specific people who look like, you know, you could pick people out who you're like, yeah. all right, I can talk some shit to this you, guy or oh, girl. I know, what, I know what you're about to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I, well, no, oh, but I know what you're about to I, say. I know what you think I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to keep that off the record. Okay. But I will see, you know, dudes who've got stuff and girls and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, some attributes, and I see it. But I'll look at their ID, and they don't know. And they don't know me because, you know, I, I look like a normal dude when yeah, I'm not wearing yeah. a neck brace. So anyway, yeah. but then it's fun because during the show, I'll be like, hey, Adam. Yeah, Adam, I'm talking to you. You know, and yeah. this dude named Adam. I'll be like, yeah, that girl's name's Christy. You better not do blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I talked yeah, to her. Yeah. She's from Colorado. But it's very weird. Even things like these. I remember uh, these two girls came in last uh, couple, a month ago. And then these Colorado shirts on. And I just got back from Denver. And I was talking about Colorado for two yeah. seconds at the door. But I didn't say... I don't ever, first of all, uh, my girlfriend now, when I met her, I didn't lead with, I'm a singer, because I didn't want, you know, that. You stu- didn't want her to run for the hills? Yeah, exactly. Like- <laughs> yeah, she would have never gone on a first date with me. Uh, but uh, nope. but it was funny, because I'm like, oh, yeah, shout out to Colorado. And the girls who, I just walked in, and one girl wears a Colorado shirt walking in. It was, it was cool. And they, it's kind of an inclusive thing. Yeah. And I want people to feel that. Yeah. And I think even when we talk uh, crap to Nashville people. They still feel included yeah, in the it's, show. Yeah, because, you know? I mean, uh, it's like commiseration is, is, is a way to build bond, right? So, yeah. like, it, like, you know, we can kind of make fun of ourselves because we live in this fucking weird-ass city. Yep. But, the, but, dude, I, that, weird city. that also leads me to the shit that you must see from the stage 
out in the crowd, <laughs> especially, yeah. especially towards the end of the show. Let's get to it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, we all know what like you know what people in their twenties look like when they've been drinking all mm-hmm. day for, all day from brunch, mm-hmm. and then by the time you guys even start, it's like mm-hmm. what four in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So. Dude, the things that you must see. Yeah, Those the things that we are, see. Are really kicking in around four o'clock. Yeah, now, around so. four o'clock. It's and we encourage. That's the thing. We encourage more. It's we we need to do some kind of Uber deal or something. Yeah, day but, drinkers. Plus, yeah, uh, get like a uh, discount. You know, most of what we see from the stage is awesome, and it's people having fun. There are times yeah. when people are not having fun, and we have to step in and deal with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God for the security guards. They're great. And they maintain calmness, but we don't, you know, we don't put up with fighting, and we don't put up with with, with girls getting pushed around. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Sexual harassment. I'm sure you've seen yeah. one or two. Oh somebody yeah. Getting and just it's immediate. Don't I don't even touched. care. I don't care what she said or what she did, dude. You're gone. Yeah. yeah. And you know we have them asked to leave, and they come back, and they often, a lot of times, they apologize. Yeah. yeah. I've had people come up and be like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. I was really drunk. I know I was like getting handsy with the girl." You know, because dancing will start and turn into something a little more than dancing sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And it's, it's not okay. Yeah. There's... If, if it's not welcomed, <laughs> sure, you know? Sure. I am just... I think I'm just oddly fascinated as, like, a fly on the wall to, uh, like, the the drunken, like, s- sweaty, like, I don't know. Like, there's this, this, this weird... Like, you know you, you look... Like, even like even when I was that... Like, there's been probably been times where I was that guy, too. And then I'm thinking, like, man... The, I don't know. Just this, it fascinates me. Like, well, what, you what, look like shit, but you probably don't realize that. Yeah, exactly. You well, know like, what I mean, it's like, like when when yeah. really when really drunk people are get together in like a pile. It's almost like there's a like mindless zombie of like a crowd just. Yeah. Like bees, just how they sort trance, of trance, dude. Work, 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 yeah, it's a trance thing. Yeah. 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 So like, I tell people they have to wait till it's the time of my life, or what's that one song from Dirty Green Dancing? Day? Oh, yeah, we actually, that's, that's on the list. Did. That's on the short list of songs we're going to add oh, nice. to the show. Yeah, yeah. We're working yeah, that one up. That would be good one. The, the, that one, when did that movie come out? 87? 80 something, yeah. yeah. I remember my sister was hey, in Siri, love with that Hey, Siri, when did Dirty Dancing come out? Which one? I found three. Dirty oh, Dancing. I forgot they Dirty remade that thing. Oh, Havana Nights. Okay. And Dirty oh, what Dancing. What did you say? 87? Dirty Dancing was nice. released August 22nd, 1987. You are the winner. Damn. There, I'm the winner. I think that fits right up, uh, you know, so it's, it, it meets the 80s. You know, well, and we're, we do some 90s stuff, too, which mo- the other spasmatics actually don't. And that's kind of, really? yeah, when earlier, like, about the set list, or do we have a certain amount of songs we have to, or a certain uh, batch of songs to pick from. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I might have heard it. Didn't you guys do Weezer one time mm-hmm. or something? Okay, yeah, we do. Yeah. We do all kinds of nineties. Well, there's now. that song that you do where you sing the same lyrics to like three or four oh, different yeah, songs. Oh yeah, Smash Mouth. Yeah, the Smash Mouth. Yeah, I don't know where that started as a joke, but then I don't know. It just, I think it started because we did. It was we were playing a game called Stump the Singer, which, whatever. Uh, yeah. They the guys play a riff and I'm supposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to know the song. Yeah. And I they played Smash Mouth and I actually know that one. I don't know if I, have, if I should be proud to say that, but I know the Smash Bros. <laughs> song. And they, uh, well. so anyway, they go into the next song, and I just, I didn't know it, so I just sang the Smash Mouth lyrics again, and then they go into another, and I did it again and again for like 12 songs. Dude, it was I remember stupid. the first time I heard that one, uh, 
it was one of those. It's, it's like that that thing where a comedian like will like tell the same punchline to a joke, uh, and then it stops being funny, and uh-huh. then it starts being funny again. Funny again. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. like I remember, that's like, exactly it. It was. Yeah. It would keep going on, and you'd keep doing the same lyrics, yeah. and I'd be like, okay, how long? Was yeah, that's what my life revolves around. <laughs> it's and taking. It, the, it's like the Saturday Night Live trick. You know what I mean? You push a joke too far, and then you push it too far again, and it's yes, funny again. Yeah, it's like, you give a little bit of space, a little bit of breathing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the recall there. The rule of three, but in my case, it's like the rule of thirteen. Yeah. It's like if you go to a go to a bar and put the same song on a jukebox ten times in a row or something like that. Yeah. After the first couple, it's ironic. Yeah. And then it's funny, and then it's not funny yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Then on the eighth rotation, people really start laughing. Yeah. yeah. We should do that today. We were we, we, we were we were at um, Melrose Billiards like I think like a year ago, and it was like in the middle of summertime, and somebody did that with Mariah Carey's Christmas song. Oh. And yes. they kept they kept on playing over I and over. That. Oh really? So Mariah Carey. She is like not even on the playlist of Spotify. Like she's not in the top 100, right? And then a Christmas season, she becomes the number one artist on Spotify. Yeah, people because love of like, the Christmas song. You know what's interesting about that? Because I, I love good Christmas song for every once in a while, but then they certainly get old. But it's like rarely do you do they make a classic Christmas song, like a new one that becomes a classic. Yeah, that's a modern classic. You know, what that's I'm a saying? modern classic. And it's I know, can't think of another one. Yeah, I mean, well, who else has had one a new artist that's? I mean, really, yeah, he's right, man. Like I, I have I, to go to song yeah. for I, Christmas. I think out of all the genres, though, the modern country has has made a lot of has made, does a pretty good job at it though like christmas they, songs yeah they do like they try to they try anyway they try to do originals well people buy it yeah mm-hmm. they buy i mean that's the i know we know that i guess inherently but it's yeah they do a christmas yeah. album and people they sell you know whatever 50, like i'm not records. i'm not sure if, if he even counts tree. as as modern anymore but alan jackson's got a couple of modern christmas songs that are pretty good the originals yeah. and, dude yeah. he's he's part of the 90s country i'm cool with 90s country 90s back I'm down that's not your thing no it is my thing so oh it is I, to me country died in like the 90s that's uh-huh. when I sort of gave up on it that's, I, that's I'm not uh, I'm gonna plead the fifth yeah I don't blame you You're I mean I think country I think country died when it when man I could deal with the pop production and all that but mm-hmm. when the, the thing that kills me are just the songs about nothing and there are songs about something but unfortunately I feel like they get lost these days in the shuffle yeah because mm-hmm. there are artists putting out great material yeah. Chris Stapleton yeah. phenomenal oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah Luke Combs really great great lyrics I even like uh, the beer never what is it beer never hurt beer never, never broke my yeah, heart yeah 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 you know what what's funny that now that you put me in my place yeah I agree there are some really good but it's like it's lost in the it's shuffle. It's lost in the yeah. shuffle a little I bit. I wouldn't even say anything right. died. It just changed. It's and changed. It's like, I yeah. think I, I notice myself doing this with all genres of music now. Even my Spotify playlist, I find myself, um, my girl actually called me out on it. She was like, she's like, you, all you do is play the same the same playlist. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I'm not, I, I don't search out as much new stuff mm-hmm. that I, as I used to. I get locked into my, my 10-year period of, like, from, like, high school to, like, mm-hmm. my mid-30s, or, like, mm-hmm. 20, 20-year period. And I'm like, this is, okay, this is what I like. This is what I'm into. And it's like, man, I, I, I'm trying now to make an effort to listen to some new yeah. stuff and, and find some new I music. To. I've been listening to that Billie Eilish girl, dude. She's pretty good. What's that? that? Billie Eilish. She's got oh, a good yeah. Record. That's a good record. Have actually. you guys heard Lizzo's record? Mm-mm. Lizzo? Mm-mm. It's like, she's like Missy Elliott meets Ooh. Aretha Franklin. Dude, oh, she sings shit. and raps, and the production's crazy. It's What's like it called? Her na- it's called Lizzo. Her name is Lizzo. Lizzo. L-I-Z-Z-O. I think right. it's Lizzo Beating is her name. Right. I don't know the name of the record. Cool. Check that out. I love some Missy. Man. I mean, she has a song yeah. called Tempo that's like 
uh, fast songs. No, slow songs are for the skinny girls. I'm a thick bitch. I need tempo. Nice. It's awesome. And she's she's a bigger. She's a thick. She's a thick bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got some weight. But the, the record's really good, and the production is. Production's awesome. I'm looking look it up right now. Right now before I so is that what you've been listening to lately? What kind of stuff do you listen to when you're not uh, um, doing your own stuff? Man, I mean, my day job is music too. So I, I, I own a recording studio. So yeah. I, I'm working on a lot of things already. Um, honestly, I listen to a lot of hip hop. Like, but more old school. Like, I like the Shade 45 station mm-hmm. on, on XM. Um, they play like better new school and old school hip hop um, I think for me as, as far as a producer goes you know our trends in country and pop music are all stealing from hip hop so I'm trying to yeah. uh, listen to that and see what I can pick up on man hip hop was one of those genres that I that happens to me what I just explained I got I get stuck in like like somewhere like around um I don't know, like 2010. Mm-hmm. I got, I just kind of got stuck there, and then anything after that was kind of like oh, I'm just not into it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's stu- and then I just go back when my when artists I like release new stuff. I still like that, but it's like I don't I don't search out the new stuff as much. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm start- I'm trying to give it a shot. Like I'm trying to give new hip hop a shot. Yeah, I've recently uh, become a big fan of Anderson Pack. Like I like Kendrick. Kendrick yeah. yeah. J Cole. There's a lot I don't like. I'm not crazy about Quavo, Migos. That's yeah. like, but but that's just yeah. the trap style that I, yeah, I yeah. can't understand the lyric. Yeah. I can if I really dial in on it. But like, man, Kendrick's record kicked my ass. I mean, that was and and uh, dude, uh, what's Isn't his he like name? Poet Laureate or something like that? Didn't he get win for like? I don't doubt it. I think he did. It's like the singer from Rage Against the Machine graduated from Harvard. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know if you know that, but he did. The uh, or or uh, Post Malone, I like. Yeah, Post Malone's yeah. good. Yeah, it was my favorite performance yeah. at the Grammys this year was Post Malone. Yeah. Before he went with the Chili Peppers. That was stupid. But, <laughs> but dude, Post Malone performed. Dude, he played acoustic guitar by himself and sang. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 It's funny yeah. you don't think about that sometimes. But, you know, it's one of those things where it, not, maybe it's just an age thing. Maybe it's a time thing. Maybe everybody does this with their genre of music. But, and I'm, we're getting into cliche music talk here, but it's... It doesn't matter what genre you're into. We talk about country, we talk about um, hip hop and rock music, but everybody at some point, it it veers away from what you grew up listening to, and then it, you, you you could talk shit about it, or you could say I'm not into it, or whatever. Like mm-hmm. like when the, you know, when punk music started getting all radio, mm-hmm. everybody was like, oh fuck, man, you know, Green Day's not punk and all that kind of stuff, and it was they like, used man, to be, but it was like. It's 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 not it didn't nothing dies it just changes and maybe you don't the bands evolve and maybe you you just want yeah, you everybody just don't evolve with it yeah I, I mean I I liked I liked the I liked the pop Green Day I liked Everclear I liked yeah. Blink One Eighty Two I loved Everclear yeah dude Everclear man that Good record band. amazing record that first record mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it Santa Monica right was it yeah. called Santa Monica yep and the second one was Afterglow right Santa oh Michael. the Afterglow so much well, the Afterglow. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I I agree I don't think things die you're right they change I guess I we all have things we like I think me as a writer and producer on that other side of the glass sort of thing besides you know being on stage is different but but I think I try and just stay on current what's current but some stuff I can't get down with you know did you say you owned a studio yeah what's it what's it called south light sound that's cool Mm -hmm. cool man that keeps you busy I'm sure keeps me busy yeah what it would it like uh how hands are you 
how on hand, like hands on. Hands are you on. With the music, I can't talk right now. Uh, with place, the studio business, very with, well. With the music itself, are you, are you just like running the business side of it, or no? I'm. I mean, I'm the proprietor, so I'm the owner. Um, I have like four cast of four engineers that gotcha. work in rotation. Okay, cool, um, cool. I have a couple interns that are learning, and That's then. Awesome, but man. I mean, like if I'm available, if I'm in town, I'm typically running the session. Nice. So I mean, I'm I'm very hands on. That's yeah. cool. Did you go to school for any of that? Yeah, or? I went to school for it. Yeah, yeah. I have a degree in. Well, it was music business and production technology. So I mean, I took like. Excuse me. I took studio engineering and That's stuff cool. like that. Cool. Did you go in? Is that was that in California? Uh, no, Norfolk, Virginia. I was gonna say, oh, don't, wow. you didn't go to Full Sail, did you? No. <laughs> Old. I went to Old Dominion and Hampton. Hampton University. Oh, cool. cool. I, I assume that's what brought you to Nashville. What? That's what brought you to Nashville. Uh, uh the production stuff. Sure. No, the writing Just did. The writing? writing really oh, brought okay. me here. Yeah. Because I live I Virginia to L.A. and then to here, but I was here by writing. What do you usually write on? What's your What's your medium? Like topic? No, no, no. As far as instrument. Oh, or, instrument. Yeah, or just lyrics. Or I've never uh, seen you play a guitar. I just I didn't know if you played multiple instruments. Yeah, I do. Uh, man, lately, like the last two years, it's mm -hmm. been melodies. Oh, okay. So I cut them in my phone, and I'll go home and I'll play them on. I mean, do you use GarageBand by any chance? Do what? Do you use GarageBand on iPhone? So I have tried. Yeah. I don't like it. It's hard. I I, it's hard. Yeah, I wrote like, my first song on there a couple of weeks ago. You did. It took me like two weeks just to get one day. It's hard. Dude, so I, the, I've tried it on iPad. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm a Mac guy. So I, I came up on GarageBand on laptop. Yeah. So I downloaded it from my iPad, and I'm on a plane. Like this is like, I don't know, probably last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm on a plane. I have this idea in my head, and I'm trying to put it in GarageBand. Dude, I never know. You, it's so hard because they make you have eight bar. I, I hate the GarageBand mobile app. Yeah. But... I will say that Logic, which is GarageBand's big brother, okay, that's what I use primarily at home. Logic gotcha. is amazing. Yeah, it's everything GarageBand should be, and I guess yeah. it requires a lot more hard drive space, processing power, which is why they can't put it on an iPhone or on an iPad. Sure. But Pro Tools can take a nap. I'm, I mean, I use it because I have to, because yeah. a lot of sessions are in Pro Tools, so I mix out of Pro Tools or whatever. But man. Logic is a way better program. Yeah, I've heard, of, I've heard a lot of people actually going, trying to get away from Pro Tools. Yeah. I was going to ask you that, man. man. I was going to ask from the pr production aspect of it, now that everything has become, like, just like everything in the world, just like podcasting, just mm -hmm. like music, just like everything has become craft. Yep. You don't, like, you can get pro-grade anything. Yeah. And, you know, we can argue the ups and downs of that if you want. But uh, on the production aspect, now that everybody can get, has the opportunity to use whatever they want. Yeah. Are we getting away from like industry standards? Like everybody used Pro Tools because you had to, but there's so many great. Um, yeah, there is no standard anymore. Yeah. Correct. So you don't. You're not just gonna. You're not gonna walk into a studio and just know they're gonna have Pro Tools because it's uh, like. You'll walk into a studio and. Any commercial studio is gonna have Pro Tools. Commercial studio. Because yeah, Pro Tools yeah. was the first to the market. Yeah. In like '96, I think. 96, 97, I think, was Pro Tools came out. Yeah. So, kind of like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something else that's first to market. Maybe Fireball, okay? I think there's another cinnamon whiskey out there, but come sure. on. Even Are you Jack ever going to be bigger now. than, okay, yeah. Jack Fire. Sure, even they have one now. Right. You know, so. Is Jack Fire ever going to be bigger than Fireball? No. no. Yeah. You're first to market. Yeah. yeah. So, every studio that's commercial will have Pro Tools, and sure. most home studios do, because if you're 
I mean, if you're doing this, you've got to be able to say, oh, yeah, I can work on that other, on your session in Pro Tools. Sure. Bring it to me. I'll master it. Or I'll help you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But what you are seeing is, is a lot more studios and a lot more producers saying, oh, I work in Ableton. I work in Fruity Loops. You just got to work. People get anal about picking a software platform. That doesn't matter. It's whatever can get the idea out of your head faster. Yeah. Sure. That's it. That's all you're trying to do. The workflow is getting it from your brain to the computer. Yeah. Whatever does that faster. And, and if you can't get it down fast enough, you lose melody. You lose the, I, you lose I, the I idea. Lost, I lost the piece. Of yep. that. I was like, it was like it's going to be like the, a bridge to something I was working on mm. in GarageBand. It just took me forever to figure out how to do that one particular instrument on there and find the note that I just I lost right. it, man. And you lose the idea. Yeah. So, I, so my process is this. If I get a melody in my head, I go to voice notes, I freaking record a voice yeah. note, blah, 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 driving in the car. And then later on, I'll go home and I'll either sit at the piano or the guitar. Mm -hmm. I'm a piano player for a long time. So mm -hmm. piano is my most versatile instrument. However, sometimes I hear the melody with a riff and I'll try and go to the guitar to put it down. But again, it's what, what can get that idea done faster? Yeah. Because when you're in that creative, as you guys know, as writers, you know, when you're in that creative moment, you've got to get it. As much, talk as much shit as you want about our little pocket computers, but... It was come. It, it's kept me from having to walk around with a notebook all the time, yeah. because I mean, I, I do, I do like a, like writing, writing, like a literary stuff. So oh, okay. like if I have, and I if You're I smart. If there's something like in my head when I'm in the middle of a, like at a concert or in a store or something, yeah. it, it took my girl a while to to get used to it because she always thought like she thought I was being rude and like texting somebody and then while I was talking to her, I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm not texting. I just have to write this down real quick. While well, I, my girlfriend while knows now. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and go to my phone. Rising people, <laughs> And now she knows, though. Or I'll be like, yeah. hey, babe, I got an idea. And we're in church. And I'm yeah. like, uh -huh. <laughs> That's funny you say that, dude. Yeah, you got an I idea? Was, yeah, I was having a conversation with someone. It was Friday night. I had worked like a 16-hour shift. I get home, and there was this uh, uh, the couple of drunk girls out there with O'Shea. And, and no way. And, yeah, right, right. <laughs> and uh, they're all out there hanging out. And the one girl, she works with people who have been sex trafficked. Oh. Victims of sex trafficking. Oh, damn. God damn. Uh, and this is all local sex trafficking. It's not just, you know, getting stolen in Europe like the movie. Taken. It's like I-40. Like, yeah, I-40. It happens every day. Mm -hmm. It usually happens with a terrible parent who has a drug habit, and they sex their kid out, and then it just continues from there. Well, anyways, I literally wrote the premise for this amazing screenplay. It was about... I don't know, three or four paragraphs. Are you, gonna, are you gonna pitch us your screenplay now? I am, <laughs> I am, dude. Well, if you're wondering why I called you all here today. <laughs> <laughs> right? I need someone to play the lead role. Okay. It's a musical about sex trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. God help us. Disney produced. <laughs> what's okay, what, what what's the idea? Alright. So no, do you well, okay. I mean, it's easy. I don't want to give it away, but I mean I'm sure it's <laughs> it's a great people. Everybody's gonna be listening to steal your idea. So. Let's see here. Let's see what we got. It's called damaged. Damaged. I'm liking it so far. Okay, a girl's. Hey, speaking of that, no, I'm just kidding. It's Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Hello. Hi, Gabby. Hello. <laughs> so it's a girl who's uh, pimped by her daddy, her druggy daddy, until she's about 16. Jesus. Uh, and then, okay. She's out of the home. Okay, they're, they're, her parents go through a divorce. Keep in mind that her mom is, is also on drugs. But because um, her dad had some, such can't talk, manipulation over her, she decides to choose him in the divorce, which parent, yada, yada, yada. I'm listening. Yeah. So um, 
So they end up in a hotel room. He's pimping, pimping her out of a hotel room. You know, he gets her hooked on heroin. And finally she escapes. And she, um, she's sitting in this um, just Waffle House or somewhere, you know, late at night mm-hmm. by herself. And, and this lady Waffle walks Waffle House in. is very believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this lady walks in and, and she can tell, you know, she this girl's in trouble. And she, this girl's not leaving. She's been there a while. She goes, runs some errands, come back, comes back, and the girl's still sitting there, you know. And so uh, this lady says, you know what, I've got a guest house, a guest house in the back of my house. You know, if you want to come, just come stay for a couple of weeks or whatever. And, um, and so she does. And finally, you know, she stays there a month or so, and the girl's starting to clean up, you know, and, and she's getting her shit together and everything's going mm-hmm. great. Well, finally, the lady's like, you know what, uh, I've got a son I'd like to introduce you to. So she introduces. Oh, and then turns into a rom com. Yeah. So she she introduces this this girl to her son. Making my way downtown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so her her like the girl and the son go on a few dates and everything's going great and and uh, well finally he invites her to this party you know where he has a party at her mom's house and uh, they all do some cocaine they're having a great time yada 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 and finally he's like uh, he said uh, I tell you what. You give me 20 bucks, I'll let you kiss my girlfriend, their girlfriend at this point, you know. And then, all right, well, you give me 100 bucks, and I'll let you grab her tits or whatever, yada, yada, yada. But needless to say, she gets on drugs and gets she starts getting pimped out again by the fucking boyfriend, right? So she can't fucking win, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, she goes to the lady who's helped her originally, like, this is what your son's doing, yada, yada, yada. Well, it turns out that the mo- the mother goes and finds women for his son to fucking pimp out and she splits the profits with him. Boom, there's your screenplay. This is a <laughs> is that not Dude, it's a Sunday. It's a <laughs> Sunday. We're not going to see this at next year's French <laughs> Festival. <laughs> it's a good idea. I don't care what anyone says. If you write it dark enough, I'm like... In a world. <laughs> Chris, what did I... Hit? Oh my God. I know this is, comes at the end of a 16-hour day, so you're probably delirious. It's and, a good and, idea. I'm telling you, I'm make I think every idea play. is a good idea. You just got to make it happen and refine it. I mean, I'll tell you what. There will be a movie about that. It's prevalent, and it's very just topical. Gave you a, a, it's a in minute, the zeitgeist. A minute at the most description of what this could be. So the potential's there. You know, so. Gabby's got a cat shirt on. Meow. <laughs> well, after that tangent we need to get back to our guest a little bit or he might want to leave after that right. <laughs> no i'm here i ain't got anywhere to be i gotta well, be up actually, there and you uh, actually you, know. you actually literally have somewhere to be well i do have somewhere to be but it's like 15 feet that way i'm cool i'm waiting on a burger it's all right yeah. uh, another beer well we got about 10 minutes left we'd like to do about uh, okay. an hour so uh let's man, talk i'm not worried Let's just bullshit. After okay. I brought yeah. it down, who's who's got something a little bit more positive? After you that? got what? A little more positive? <laughs> I don't think it's going to take much to get more positive than human trafficking. But you were talking about human trafficking. Oh. This is a, we're the number one human trafficking podcast in the world. <laughs> um, and there's dogs I want to talk about this girl here who's bringing her Sheltie dog in. Like, could we... Girls don't that. have to act desperate, but they just they bring a puppy in. Can we um, have a little bit of like I don't, I don't Chris knows where I stand on this. Leland, where, where do you stand on this? Weird eyes, this girl. <laughs> she has abs. She looks like a UFC fighter. You look like oh. a UFC fighter. Freaking rip! You can't come in here with that dog. As long as you stay in here, you're safe. <laughs> she wants to drop the elbow. I know. As long as I stay within the door threshold. 
She can't stick her dog on me. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, uh, Chris has got dude, I'm, women coming up to him left and right. Thank you, Dave. I guess that's why they call this place Doghouse, right? It's a, it's dog it is a doghouse. Uh, dude, I'm over people bringing their dogs where I'm eating. I don't, I don't like it. I don't want eating. It. Like, I don't like people having their dogs like at restaurants or like even on patios. Like, if I'm trying to have a burger and your dog is like, I don't, I'm just, I'm just not into it, man. I don't know. Planes, I'm, I'm done with like your other people's pets all over me all the time. Well, that's unfortunately that law is probably going to change. You know about the Delta passengers? You see this last week? Mm -mm. Delta guy, no. Guy on a Delta flight sits next to this dude. Well, he goes to get to his seat. The guy's got the dog under the chair in front of him because it's a big dog. It's an emotional sport animal. And he's in the middle seat, this guy, of course, right? Mm -hmm. So the guy takes the window seat that gets on. He says, hey, is your dog cool? The guy goes, yeah, my dog's cool. So, well, the dog wasn't cool. The dog mauls the guy's face. That's the oh, bottom line. Shit. Flight attendants walk back and forth while the dog is sitting in the guy's lap. And his dog, the big dog is supposed to be under the seat in front of you. Yeah. So anyway... The, 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 the guy's suing Delta, and he's suing the owner of the dog, and it's this big shit show. And unfortunately, people like that who bring, I don't know what kind of dog it was, Pitbull, German Shepherd, I don't know. But now the law is going to change for everybody else who really yeah. does need the emotional support dog. But it's so easy to, like, you wanted to be to get, lighthearted. But. To get, I know, but I mean, it's just it, this is something that I've been on a soapbox about for a while, but it's so easy to get a emotional support animal. They oh, fill absolutely. Out a couple, you fill out a couple of papers, you, yeah. you, you know, whatever, you pay the fee. But it's like... It's like getting I, I, a prescription for for you know an opioid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I just some doctors, uh, doctors love. I do. I yeah. I kind of there's a little bit of comedy in the fact that the, of an emotional support animal mauling somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There's some irony there. Like, I agree. I want like a um, an emotional support goat or something, I like a pygmy that. goat. I always want goats in general, man. Goats are badass. I think I could make that Dude. happen. I, you know, hats off to freaking Chris Young. For taking pictures with the bachelorette party girls. You know? Yeah. Man of the people. He's a man of the people. He's covering I mean, his face he comes now. Here, he takes pictures with the girls. They come back. Then Look you get that. <laughs> he's got his dog. He's high fiving bridesmaids. By the way, Kissing that's, babies. that's what you see when you're downtown Nashville. Famous people. What do you see? Chris Young? People. Yeah, good. Chris Young. <laughs> Chris Young uh, kissing babies and yep. petting dogs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Who is who? Let that man just go for a walk. That's Chris. Uh, his name is Chris Young. He's a country music superstar, but he's a pretty casual dude, and he comes here on Sundays and occasionally everybody knows. Occasionally gets on stage. He does, yeah. Occasionally gets on stage with us, and he's kissing babies out there with the girls. Mm -hmm. He's a nice guy. I've been he's kissing future baby mamas right now. I don't oh. see any babies. <laughs> well... I don't well, know the status of his see. love life, but I think he's... Well, well somebody's baby's mom. It didn't, didn't I mean, if you, see some, if you see some of these girls that are come in here on Sundays, like, those babies are almost old enough to get in. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and some of them are old enough to get in, but they have a fake. <laughs> the bar on wheels just went by. Oh, yeah, bar on wheels. Setting up. Getting they're, ready. I think they're, they're, in, they're inching us out here. Yeah, I think it's about time, Tony. I think it's... Uh, it's about party time. Brent, let you get time to get up there and... Oh, I gotta eat my food. Get ready. Dude, that's actually one last question I have like, as we as we um, get off, man. Like, how much, how much pregame? Like, how long does it take you guys to get ready? I, I, are you so good at it now that you just show up, get dressed, and go on stage, or do you like do you gotta like uh, I don't know, like getting the suits on and everything, getting the props and everything? Like, uh, the changing takes five to ten minutes. Yeah, because we kind of get the clothes on, but then the it's the it's the couture ma that really takes its time. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, hair. 
glasses, the name tag, putting on yeah. like wristbands. Yeah, I was like, I almost don't recognize you with your hair down. Just the, that's the, the idea. Casual. Yeah, I like crazy. that. It's the Clark Kent effect. My yeah. girlfriend, that's what she says. She, yeah. I'll come off stage and hang out with her after the show for sure. Some people will recognize me, but I love it because yeah. I don't want to, especially after singing, I don't want to. I love people, but I don't want to come interact with people it afterwards. Takes a while to come right down, now, man. this is great. This is well, chill. But afterwards, dude, I'm well, like when you're in on a weird headspace, you know? When yeah. you're on stage, man, like you're so into participation with the mm. crowd and everything mm. that I imagine it's gotta it's gotta take some like some some social like it's got, it's got like you you're burnt out. Like oh, you're dude. you're burnt out on 100%. people. Like, like, like when I go home tonight, I'm gonna watch Harry Potter nice. or The Lord of the Rings or James Bond and I'm gonna sleep. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I totally agree. It's like it's uh, being extroverted in that way. I'm also introverted where it's like when I don't have to be around anybody, I don't want to be around anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. my girlfriend or my dog or whatever. But it's like it takes a lot out of you, I yes. will say. Yeah. I mean, I'm spent afterwards. Especially because it's not it's not like you're just getting up there singing. I mean, you're you're interacting with the Yeah, crowd you're interacting. And you've got to be focused about it. You know, yeah. you kind of try and I try to. Thank you. Try and notice. Food has arrived. Yes. I try and notice, you know, what's going on over there, what's going on over here. So it does. It takes a lot of focus. I mean, honestly, it's got a lot of focus, yeah, you know? No doubt. No Thank doubt. Thank you. Beautiful people work here. It does here. take a lot, a lot of, of take people. a lot of focus. Hmm? What'd you say? A lot of beautiful people work here. A lot here. of beautiful people here. Yeah. Yep. Well, on that note, man, I think some of your bandmates are up there doing sound checks. I so know. It's, to, yeah, they're, they're pl- making noise. You got a fresh, delicious <laughs> burger. Hey, man, Leland, it's been fantastic having you, brother. Mr. Chris, thank I've you, brother. I've watched you play several, several times, and I'm glad to finally get Man, get can I get you guys anything? Can I do anything for you guys no, today? No, just you got our special out. requests? Oh, man, I'm going to hang out and watch the show. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you got a good spot. Yeah. I, well, it's not the best spot because you got that yeah, pole Yeah, we'll get, we'll get up close. Okay. We'll, watch you, we'll watch the sweat bead off of your interior. <laughs> we want to get nice and close. In, in, so. Into your sweat bands. <laughs> So let's tell everybody um, where they can find you, man, where they can contact Ben, all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So we are the the Nashville Spasmatics, or the Spasmatics, but the way to find us most directly is Instagram, at Nashville Spaz, S-P-A-Z. S-P-A-Z, you heard it? That's where to find us. And, uh, or at the Doghouse the here dog in house. Nashville, Tennessee yeah. on Sundays. Every Sunday. From four to every Sunday until we get fired, which we try every week to get fired, but... I don't think you can now. hasn't worked yet. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you're, th- th- your name's on the side. Like, we have tenure. You're, you're I know. Like, we're yeah. on the wall now. You're on the so wall now. Right. So like, yeah. they, they would have to, like, they, it's like when you get a tattoo of someone's name, then you got to change yeah, the laser around. Yeah, they have to laser it all. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Her I name is Deandra. It's but like, oh, now we have this new band, the Jazzmatics. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth jazz on Sundays. Smooth dog jazz out. with one Z. <laughs> now playing at Arrington Vineyards. Can you turn Andrea into Barbara? <laughs> right. no, I got you. Yeah, Sundays from four to seven, man. Come on, yeah, out. man. Thanks so much for hanging out, with thank us, you guys, man. It's been yeah. awesome. It's been cool. Pleasure. Well, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Chris, you got them, man. You guys, um, where's Malibu Blackout playing? Anywhere soon? Uh, six, I can't remember. I'll hit it on the next podcast. We got. Right, we'll put it in the show notes, out. and uh, yeah. we'll link to uh, the Instagram page for Spasmatics Please in the do. show notes. Yeah, we'd so, love uh, to talk. DM us, man. We love yeah. to. People send us messages or they tag us in their stories. It's really, actually, we go home at night and we all kind of have access to our Instagram and yeah. we'll go add. If you tag us in your story, you get added to our story. Can so, like request songs from you? Yeah, like online absolutely. And send a DM. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Cool, cool. Awesome, man. You guys, come check out this Bazbank show. You will yeah. not be yeah. uh, you'll not, not be disappointed. It's a party <laughs> out here every Sunday. You guys always kill it every time. 
So we're going to let you eat, man. We're going to close yeah, up, get ready for the show. Yeah. Thank Cheers. you guys. Have See you guys. Day. Thank you. Good stuff. <laughs>